This is the thick of it. We are in the middle of it right now. You can hear that roar. Um, I mean, it, it, it is the sound of a category three-ish storm, and, and this is the power. You know, what a perfect description there. The roar of a hurricane, the entire feel of it, even before the wind starts to blow and the rain starts to come down, is simply otherworldly and not in a good way. Uh, at the top of the program, we showed you some remarkable video of a woman uh, on Anna Marie Island swimming through floodwaters. Her name is Alexis de Leon, and she joins us now. Uh, thank you, Alexis, so much for joining us. It's wonderful that we are looking at you right now. Can you walk us through what you experienced, or maybe I should say swim us through what you experienced as the storm began to pick up? Yeah, um, thanks for having me. I'm super glad to be here. Um, it was scary, to say the least. Um, you know, we decided to stay out there and not, not leave the island, so that was a Pretty scary decision in the first place, but we kind of knew this storm wasn't going to be as much wind and rain um, as we're typically used to with storms. So we just knew that storm surge was going to be coming in mixed with that high tide. That was the scariest part. Um, you know, once we started seeing the tide come up, we waited um, until it was starting to go back down before we started venturing out and we realized, you know, it wasn't coming up into our house. Uh, we had some neighbors where it came up next to the trailer park. Um, they were all flooded through there. Um, so we decided to venture out and that's where you saw that clip there just down the street from us. Uh, I'm looking at this video now for the first time. That's an awful <laughs> lot of water. That is an awful yeah lot of water. You said you decided to stay because you heard that the winds and the rains weren't going to be serious, but you knew there was going to be storm surge. When that storm surge was coming in, did you feel like you'd made a questionable decision? Well, you know, um, after seeing Hurricane Ian last year, I think it kind of gives every Floridian that little scared moment in the back of your head you know we act all tough and we're all ready for the storms and excited and whatever but you never know what can really hit you in that time so i think once me and my sister we saw it coming up it got a little scary once we started realizing how high it was actually coming up you know um golf carts cars were flooded the trailer homes i mean it was up to our knees our waist we're riding bikes through it so it got pretty high so the swimming which is amazing to see. And I have to say, normally when you see someone in a situation where they have to swim through storm surge, there's a lot of times that won't end well. But, but explain how it got to that point where you had to swim through it. So yeah, the swimming, when we got down to that part of the street, we had originally walked through there and that water is actually probably about waist um, high there. And we were wearing um, you know, our shoes and they were just getting pelted through the bottom with debris and shells and barnacles and I mean anything that you could be walking over in that time so we felt in that moment in that specific spot of the street it was probably best just to swim so we were above the ground um, and then shortly thereafter we were luckily able to walk out but it was still you know covering up half our bodies walking through the streets. What made you decide to film it to, to shoot the video uh, and then post it on TikTok. I mean, I TikTok everything else in my life. Um, I'm a van lifer, so I do that and, you know, record the rest of my life. And 
last year during Hurricane Ian, I actually did the same thing. And I've had hundreds of people in my town and people who vacation here. It's such a big area that everyone knows. Um, they really thanked me for and were really grateful that they could see the damage that was done and how well we did or how well we didn't do in that time. So really, I was thinking about a lot of those people and showing them what was going on and easing their minds a little. And are, they, are, are people reaching out, are your friends and neighbors who left reaching out to you and saying, hey, how's my home? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, I have hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands, over a thousand DMs um, on TikTok and Instagram, comments, several hundred comments of people giving me their exact address, their streets, um, everything. Hey, can you go by here? Because the island was shut down until about 5 p.m. today. Um, so no one could get on. No one knew what was it was like. I was one of the very few people still out there. Um, so I was just going up and down each block, you know, videoing as much as I could and just posting it so people could maybe see their house and see that it was okay throughout the storm. Well, Alexis de Leon, uh, we appreciate you being with us. We appreciate you sharing your experience with us. Again, I should note that this is the type of thing officials warn people against doing. They say this is not a wise thing to do. Nevertheless, we are glad you made it through. We're glad you can smile tonight about the experience. To the north of Anna Marie Island, Hernando County also suffered serious damage. Joining us now is Sheriff Al Nienheis. Uh, Sheriff, I understand there were several rescues done this morning in your county. How many and are there still people out there who need to be rescued? Yeah, fortunately, uh, there were only one or two. Uh, one of them was a little bit more dramatic than uh, some of the other ones. Uh, we had a, uh, a lady and her uh, young son uh, that were in their vehicle on a bridge uh, at Pine Island, which is uh, uh, kind of in the north uh, west part of our county. It's an island out there, a beautiful island. Uh, and they decided they wanted to leave the island uh, right at the peak of the storm surge. And uh, they were stuck on a bridge out there. And uh, for a couple hours, uh, we were trying to get them off. And fortunately, uh, working with fire rescue and uh, uh, our, one of the division chiefs of fire rescue, Mark Salf, he uh, was manning the airboat there and he was able to get to them and uh, get them back to shore safely. They were checked out very briefly by fire rescue and were able to be reunited with family. So uh, to say it was, uh, and I just happened to be there at the time myself with one of our county commissioners and it was, uh, heartwarming to say the least because it could have turned out very, very badly. Yeah, lucky for them that you were there and able to get to them. Has there been any significant damage to homes and other structures? Yeah, we have. Uh, I think that fire uh, actually that that says it's in Huston. We had a similar situation uh, to what you're seeing on the screen now uh, in uh, Hernando Beach. We did have a, a, a house fire, at least one or two. I think there was one in Wikiwachi as well. Uh, right at the height of the storm surge. And uh, unfortunately, fire rescue couldn't get to them right away. So it took some time. And I think there was some significant damage there. We also have uh, <clears throat> several dozen houses uh, with water in them. We're still assessing them. Uh, I am very happy to report uh, that as of right now, we don't know of any injuries, much less any fatalities that occurred because uh, uh, the vast majority of people uh, heeded the warning and understood it was much better to be uh, on dry land wishing they were out on the beach than to be out on the beach wishing they were had gone to dry land. So uh, fortunately, the residents here have been through this a few times and heeded our warnings. And the ones that did stay on the beach, uh, uh, we were fortunate that the storm surge occurred uh, during low tide. So it wasn't near 
as bad in Hernando County as it could have been had the storm been six hours faster or six hours slower. It would have been much, much worse for us. That is wonderful news, and I hope it sticks. No injuries in your county. What do you think the next 24 hours look like for you? Well, the next 24 hours is obviously uh, trying to make those people that have uh, sustained uh, some damage, particularly water damage in their house, uh, trying to give them peace of mind that uh, the sheriff's office is going to be out there uh, keeping their homes safe, whether they're in their homes or they're not able to stay in their homes. Uh, and we're going to have people on the water and, of course, on the land. Uh, we're going to have a lot of deputies in the area uh, making sure that there's uh, some of those people uh, that um, would stoop to taking advantage of this situation uh, in a criminal way. We're going to make sure that that doesn't happen. And if we do catch anybody, they can rest assured they're going to be held accountable for that. All right, Hernando County Sheriff Al Nienheis, thank you so much for being with us. Wishing you the best of luck in the coming days.